Last Sunday after church, it's over to Cam with the Lutheran Coordination Group, a group of wonderful young people, young Lutherans that participate in Fiesta and in beautiful books. Lydia, our Lydia is queen this year. It's our team for weeks and episodes, and some of our kids are pages, including my Mimi. So we went over at, to Cam to do the wonderful project of putting up the gardens. Have y'all seen it? Is it beautiful? It's such a beautiful service project. It gives dignity and joy to our, our unsheltered neighbors, and we're so grateful to be able to bless Cam, which is a part of who we are. So after the kids did all the work, we went to the corner of Cam and Emma there to take a picture. And as they posed, chatted, we heard a loud noise on the 35 overpass there over McCullough. We looked up, and it was like a scene out of a movie. There was a large SUV bouncing down the road, precariously close to the edge. It, it's incredible that it didn't fall over the side. Martha and I were talking, and our eyes fixed on this accident, watching it unfurl. We started screaming and grabbed each other's hands, praying and screaming. By some miracle, the vehicle landed on the right side of the guardrail, although one of its tires did fly off and it landed at the gas station, kitty corner from Cam. Lots of other debris as well. It was incredible. The tire alone could have killed someone if it would have hit them. Our hearts were racing as we watched this unfurl. And then we got to watch the helpers, the good Good Samaritans springing into action within moments. I don't even think that thing had stopped skidding to, to a stop. There was, there was one couple running towards the wreckage. And then there was more. A guy got on one of those scooters, you know, that you can pay for around San Antonio and went up the wrong way up the off-ramp so, so that he could help. People helped the child who popped his head out of the side window. He seemed to be unhurt and then pulled the mom from inside the car, a man got up on the side of the vehicle and pulled her out as gas leaked from the car onto the street. If you weren't crying from the stress of watching such an intense accident or the near-missness of it all, our children were right there, y'all. If that SUV had gone over the side, it could have been catastrophic. Certainly watching these strangers who had pulled off to the side to help would soften any heart. Each person who went to help put themselves in potential danger. The accident, the other traffic, the SUV leaking gas, the precariousness of the wreck, and yet they did not hesitate. We watched them. They just went. Our texts this morning, on this third Sunday of Advent, are all around themes of laying aside fear and embracing the mission of God. Ironically, in our journey with God, sometimes it is what God is asking us to do that scares us the most. We create pretty comfortable lives. And then the Holy Spirit comes in and is like, I've got an idea. The opportunities that we have to do justice, to stand in solidarity with the hurting, to get our hands dirty, feel sometimes like running toward an accident scene, dangerous and leaking fuel. 
Our survival instincts actually fight against them. Our desire to not rock the boat slows us down. Our people-pleasing and self-doubt gets in the way. Our fear for our own reputations and safety impedes our mission. There is a reason that the most often repeated phrase in the Bible is, do not be afraid. It is not, have I got a deal for you, or you're going to love this. It is, do not fear. Often these words are given because someone is given a bright idea by the Spirit, invited into the mission of God by God. A decent litmus test for whether something is a calling from God or is whether it terrifies us. If it does, chances are it could be. If it doesn't, It's not wrong or unfaithful to be afraid. I think sometimes we feel that, right? We think, oh man, we start, we feel afraid, something that God is calling us toward, and then we spend all of our time beating ourselves up for feeling afraid. But it is natural. It's not wrong or unfaithful. The problem lies when we create a life so safe, so predictable, and so benign that we never have the opportunity to do things that make us scared. Then we cannot do the will of God. I'm not talking about scary like watching a, watching a scary movie or a haunted house. I'm talking about scary like stepping outside of our comfort zones, like doing the thing that God has burned into our hearts, like risking ourselves to love others, like possibly disappointing even somebody that we love and respect by doing what God has called us to do. If you have not felt a little nervous or a little apprehension or a little fear over something God has called you to do lately, you need to listen up this Advent. Jesus is coming. That should terrify us all. God incarnate showing us how to live. And the way, according to Jesus, is not glamorous. It's not, have I got a deal for you? Doesn't include any guarantees for safety. And quite frankly, it's full of a lot of warning signs. In reality, it looks less like an inviting sanctuary sanctuary with Christmas trimmings and more like a car accident. People hurting, gas leaking, an opportunity to love and serve at the very edge. Many of you have expressed deep gratitude for the partnership that we have with Corazon Ministries to allow our space and fellowship hall to be used as a day center for our unsheltered neighbors. We've used this property since 1977, the year I was born, to house CAM. And so this is not necessarily new to us, but this has brought it very much closer, very much in our space. Every day, people get fed, have a safe place to rest, get showers, and are connected with vital services to help them on a path to hope right here, and it's because of you. Jesus comes here 
every day to sleep, to get a meal, because of your courage, because you looked and had maybe a little bit of fear, but you moved forward anyway. I imagine you likely have examples of this in your personal lives as well, times that you knew that the Spirit was calling you towards some ministry, some love, some relationship, some reconciliation, some act of service, some solidarity with the hurting, and it scared you, but you did it anyway. That twinge of fear in our hearts is an indication that God is going to use us for revolutionary love, for the hope of resurrection, for peace that transcends all understanding. God's provision for doing these scary things is that peace that Paul spoke about in that letter that that Kim and Maggie read so lovely this morning. Wasn't it fun to have a baby doing the readings? That was a really good idea. That peace that transcends all understanding that Paul wrote about, remember, from death row. He wasn't joking around. He wasn't just somebody that was like, I am so comfortable right now, and I'm going to tell you that everything is going to be fine. He was awaiting his own execution. And he said, y'all, God gives you peace that cannot be taken from you. And it is bigger than anything that your paranoid brain can come up with. God's provision for us is resurrection, peace that transcends understanding, joy in the journey. This third Sunday of Advent is a time of expectation, a time of joy. We're excited about the yellow bikes that are going to come. But y'all, don't water it down. Don't sanitize the gospel. We are anticipating the arrival of the Prince of Peace that takes the fear of the unknown, the fear of those different from us, the fear of putting our reputations and safety on the line for the least of these, and invites us into something better than safety. Love. It's dangerous stuff, this good news. Don't you love the gospel this morning? How it starts like, you pack of snakes, and John is like telling all these people to to basically totally turn their lives around, and then the, the last bit of it, it says, in this way, John told the good news of God. <laughs> I love it. That's our good news this morning. The reason our hearts and eyes filled when we watched those people last week run toward that accident is because at our core, we realize that service is more important than safety, that connection is worth the risk, that love is the most compelling and resilient force in the universe. And when you decide to step out of your comfort zone, your safety net, and engage in the work of the love of God, you will be so humbled and filled up with joy. Miraculously so. And the peace that transcends all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus, and you'll get so hooked, you'll do it again and again. Adrenaline junkies for God's love. That is my prayer for you, church, on this third Sunday of Advent, that you'll never be safe again. Amen.